Hey, 2 Timothy 3. 2 Timothy, so if you want to open your Bible near the back of the Bible. So look at your table of contents. If you, uh, your table of contents is your friend. So look at that. I'll tell you where Timothy is. And 2 Timothy chapter 3, you guys. Um, have you noticed that each time that um, I'm up here, the first thing I say is where we're going to go in God's word? Have you noticed that? Thank you. Yeah, it's helpful for me too. But I just want us to think about that, like how big of a deal it is that we're looking at what God's word says, what the Bible says. Guys, there's a lot of people have great ideas about all kinds of things. But sometimes things that sound like they're great ideas aren't really great ideas at all. And I am so glad that we have this book, you guys, this thing that will not change. We can go, hey, it's going to be saying the same thing that's always said for thousands of years. And it's something that's from God. This is not like any other book. You can read a lot of books about the Bible. You can read a lot of books about the Christian life. You can read all kinds of things. There's nothing that's like this. And I think you know that, but I want you to really think about that today. Just think about it. Every single day this week, you've been actually even given some time to do your like devotions, right? To like go out and say, hey, read a chapter. And even, even your little book that you, booklet you got, hey, maybe it gives you an idea of like, hey, how about you read this chapter? And how about you read this chapter to get you into maybe a, a new habit or maybe to continue a habit of going, hey, I just need to continue to read this. Well, Why? Why is it that important? I mean, there's other books that maybe I've read and I read once and I've read the book. Maybe if I really like the book, I might reread it. You guys have those kind of books where you read a series and you go, oh, I'm going to reread this again. And you know what's sad about me, you guys, is that sometimes I actually am more excited about reading other series other books in the Bible. And if you were really, really honest, there might be a series of books or a certain book or whatever else that you actually, right now, if you're honest, you would say, I enjoy this. I like, this is what I, I really like. And so it's always a fight sometimes for me to always go back to God's word. And, and I'm going to speak it from this guy's, I, how many of you guys do like to read? You like to read? Nice. How many of you guys don't? like to read just be really honest um i uh wow uh i'm gonna tell you guys i i hate reading i hate it i do not like it you guys i don't i don't like it i, I and maybe that's maybe guys having me say this here for, for from stage because of that because i think if i said man i love reading what's the problem let's read god's word i think some of you guys who hate reading you're going you don't get it pj you don't understand then i do understand i do not like reading i'll, I'll watch a video I, I i just it's hard it's hard it's hard for me to even do audio like if i listen to a book on audio oh my goodness i'm just i can listen for like 15 minutes and then i realize i'm not really listening at all it's just it's just really hard for me I started praying when I was in my 20s because I knew that God's word was important. I knew it was, but I didn't really want to read. And I started praying a prayer that was a really weird prayer. And I want to encourage you guys to do this if you have a hard time reading. I, I started praying that I would want to want 
to read the Bible. I wasn't even ready to, to say, to pray, to want to read the Bible. I was praying that I would want to want, because I didn't even want to want to. Like I, I was just praying that. It's a weird prayer, but I just, I really started praying that. God, I, I don't like to read. I don't like this at all. I, will you help? I want to want to read it. And then when I got there, then I want to, you know, I pray that I would want to read it. And it's crazy what happened, and it took a while for me. It, it, it really is crazy. I don't know why. Well, I probably do know why. It's God. There was one book for me. There's one book that I like to read, and it's the Bible. That's the one book. I mean, I was so bad, you guys, in high school when we had, I don't know if you guys have any English classes where you're supposed to read a book and do a book report. Anybody got that stuff? I'm going to be honest with you now. I'm confessing something to you. I never, ever read any of those books. I tried to pick a book. Like they would let you pick a certain book off of a list. I would read a, I would pick a book that there was a movie that was also about that book. And I would watch the movie. If it was like, hey, choose some other kind of book, I would go to the part of the library that had the dustiest old books nobody would ever read at all. So I went, okay, my teacher has never even read this book. Some obscure book. I would read the first page. I would read the back where it tells you about the book. And I would read the last page. And I would make up a really cool story in my book report. No, don't clap. That was not good. That was not good, you guys. No, no, that's not good. No, all, all the non-readers are going, thanks for the tip, PJ. Right now, these are good notes. Right. <laughs> no, no, it's not good. You guys, but I want to tell you seriously, I'm being serious. I, My wife knows because when we got married, I was 24, and she knows how hard it was for me. And then it was like suddenly it's like she noticed. She goes, man, I'm noticing you read the Bible. I said, I've been praying for a couple years, and now I, I, I actually got to a place where God actually had changed my my, I don't know, just change me because of my desire to want to have the desire. So I'm going to just to pray that, you guys. Just pray that. If you don't want to read the Bible, then pray that you would want to read the Bible. If you're going, I don't even want to want to read the Bible, then pray that you would want to want to read the Bible. Wherever that is, you guys, because it, it, it's so critical. Look, what we, what we, have any of you guys had anything that you learned this week? Anything that you went, man, this really is something that if I really make a part of my life, it really will change my life. How do we know how powerful God is? How do we even know God's name? How do we even know that he's a self-existing one and everything depends on him and he doesn't depend on anybody else? How did we find that out from this? How do we even know how powerful sin is? How do, you even, how do I even know what sin is? How do I even know that, I, that, my, that I'm a slave? How do I know that everybody who sins is a slave of sin? Not because I think it. How do you know that? Because of this. How do we even know how God worked out salvation? That God had a solution to the sin. That there is good news that of Jesus Christ and dying on a cross, me buried, raising, raising from the dead, in order to give us life. If we would, if we would deny ourselves, take up our cross and follow Him. Do you remember that? Where did we get that from? This. How do we even understand? How do I even know about 
the, the incredible thing that, that God himself abides in me, his spirit and what his spirit is doing in my life and doing in your life. How do we even know that? And how do we know that the secret of Christian life is not about doing a whole bunch of things, but about connecting to Jesus Christ and staying connected to him and growing in a relationship with him, with him. And then what's what, what comes out of that is, is the life. Like, how do I even know what the Christian life is about? Cause of this, how do I even know how to repent? How do I even know that it even does any good? Because of this. How in the world do I even know how I can walk in victory? Understanding how I can turn my life over to God instead of sin when I'm tempted. How do I even know that? Because of this. This is huge, you guys. 2 Timothy 3, we're only going to read a couple of verses. And you, uh, well, you guys are going to go out and have your, I think, your devotion time right after this, right? Think about this. Think about what you're going to be reading right after this. And what we're going to be reading right now, look what it says. In chapter 3, verse 16, Paul's writing to Timothy, another pastor, and he says, I want you to remind you about what the Bible is, what, how important the Bible is. And he says an incredible thing. He says, all scripture, in verse 16, all scripture is God-breathed. And it's useful, and he says a couple things useful useful for. What does that mean that all scripture is God breathed? I didn't know what that meant for a long time. I kind of even thought, like, oh, God breathed over it, <sighs> you know. Some, ver some versions say inspired by God, but the actual term is God breathed. And I go, wow, what scripture is God breathed? What does that mean? And then it hit me. I remember maybe somebody taught me this or whatever, told me what it means that something is God breathed. Um, when you form words, and you're actually speaking out loud to someone else. Did you know you cannot do that without your lungs? You can't. You can maybe mouth some words, but if you actually breathe every ounce of air, I mean every ounce of air out of your lungs and then try to speak, you can't do it. You, you can maybe form words, but they can't come out because what makes you the sound waves come out of my mouth is the breath. Even if I'm talking right now, if you started talking right now, go, hey, how, how you doing? Just do a, put your hand over your, your mouth and go, hi, how you doing? And you, you will feel breath, right? You feel breath because your lungs use... Your, your, the words in, in, throughout, through this atmosphere, it uses the, the air in your lungs and the lungs go through and that's how words come out of your mouth. So if technically what you're hearing right now is PJ breathed words. That makes sense? You're hearing PJ breathed words because the words you're hearing is coming from whose breath? my breath when you read this i want you to understand this is not a book that's just inspired by god like oh you know god's words are in this book uh these are not just just things about written by godly people who kind of knew god and then they wrote down hey i want you to know about god and these are really godly people who wrote this stuff down all scripture is prophet breathed no Moses breathed? No. Peter breathed? Paul breathed? No. All scriptures from whose breath? Can you just think about that? Just think about it. These, this really is, honestly, actually God's words. God's words. That's why this is different than any other book. 
All scripture is God-breathed, coming right out of God's lungs. And is useful. And of course, now we know why it's so useful. It's from God. And it says these four things. And I want us to just remember this, you guys, to be going out. Because it's crazy what God's word is for. It really encompasses everything. It's it's it, it, it covers everything. He says it's useful for, and I've got the NIV. It says teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. You got something that says something like that? Right? So, so it's good for four things. Think about these four things. Because it's God's, God's breath, because it's God's words, it is profitable for teaching. In other words, it tells me every single thing that is right and true and good. Teaching. Like good teaching. A teacher that's never wrong. Every single thing I read from this book is true. It's right. It's good. So it tells me what things are good and right and true. Then it says, it doesn't just stop there. So it tells us what's right, good, and true. Then it says, it's also good for rebuking. Rebuking is saying the opposite thing. It's saying it tells us what's wrong and lies and, and not good and evil. It tells us everything that is good and right and true. It tells us everything that's evil and wrong and false, including in your life. It tells you what's going on right and true and good in your own life. It tells you what's not going good in your life. What's off in your life? And then it doesn't stop there. It doesn't just say, this is what's right, this is what's wrong, good luck. It says, and for correcting. In other words, it helps me to get from bad back to good, from wrong back to right. It corrects us. And then it says, training in righteousness, it helps us to continue to stay on the right track more than we're off the on the wrong track. In other words, this is it, this is it guys. This is simple what God's word does. It tells me what's right in my life. It tells me what's wrong in my life. It tells me how to get back to being right in my life. And then it tells me how to stay right in my life. The more I read it, the more I'll understand what the right track is. The more I'll, I'll be able to see when I'm on the wrong track. The more I'll be able to understand how to get back on the right track and how to stay on the right track more and more and more. That's what God's word does. You know how I know that? Because these words are from God's lungs. These are God-breathed words. And he does that so that he tells us what's right, what's wrong, how to get back to being right, and how to stay right, so that the servant of God, in verse 17, so that the servant of God, that's you, by the way, may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So you can have every single thing you need in order to live the life that you are meant to live in victory. You're the purpose and your meaning. That's it. Guys, when you guys go out this morning, if you haven't already, or maybe it's a good reminder, when you open this book, take a moment, even before you start reading your chapter, would you just take a moment and with me, even right now, but again on your own, to maybe thank God that he has given us a book with his God-breathed words. 
God, thank you so much for this book. I, I'm reminded again, I, I, I pray we would just never ever just, I don't know, just take it for granted or just see it, oh, that's good. But God, we would go, hold it. This is the book that you gave to us with everything that we need to know in order to live the life you've asked us to live, that we're meant to live. God, thank you that it tells us everything that's right and true. Thank you that even though it's tough sometimes, it will remind me of the things that need to be changed in my life that, that is not, that's not good. But God, I'm so glad that you also include in this book how, how to get back on the right track. And then God, we're also thankful that as we keep reading this and keep reading this, we're going to learn more and more how to stay on the right track as well. Even like what we read from Romans chapter 6 the other day. God, keep showing us those kinds of things in our lives through your word. Thank you that it is God, your breath from your lungs. In your name, amen.